and we need either faith band-aids we need some sense of spirituality mm-hmm. but we need to have a place where we can have some peace mm-hmm. some mental peace while we deal with the issues that are going to be stressful and challenging <laughs> All right, so in our previous four episodes, I don't know, previous three episodes, sorry, I keep counting the intro. <laughs> the previous three episodes, we covered the P, the I, and the E. P, right. performance, I, image, E, exposure, right, and right. now we're going to cover the S. This one, out of all of them, is the most important. Absolutely the most. And this S stands for what? Spirituality. This also, like some of our previous letters, can have the possibility of having some some loaded conversations in mm-hmm. there. Um, <laughs> just because everybody's at a, a, a different level when it comes to their thoughts on spirituality, right? Their thoughts on God, right? And so, you know, we're we're gonna do our best to make sure that we can can speak to everybody's situation. Right, right. right. Sounds yes. So. Yes. Kick it up, like so. What what is it about the S? Like what what's what the makes big, it so important? Yes, what makes it so? I mean, I know. Okay, but like just kind right. of summarize. Let me give you the landscape. Uh-huh. You remember early on we said there's no such thing as fairness going right. to work. Right. Okay. Fair is dead. Mm-hmm. It's, it doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. There's no necessary place for equality. Mm-hmm. Now, somebody can argue, and I get to sometimes from some of my newbies that are going into the workforce, well, what things should be, and it should be, and it should be. And, and uh, you know, older and crusty, I want to say the shoulds are gone, but I try to ask God for some compassion. And I simply say the landscape they taught you in school does not exist in the workplace. It is an ugly place. Wow. Uh, my belief, this is, this is personal, my belief is the two forces in the world. There's good and there's evil. Mm-hmm. We can see the evil manifest. Yes. And yet we know some good people, which means they're connected to the good force. We right. have to know that. Well, the workplace has both of them. And in some cases, the evil force is winning 10 to 3. I'm just telling you. I, I, don't, I can't call it. So how do I survive in that spot? And we need either faith band-aids. We need some sense of spirituality. Mm-hmm. But... Um, we need to have a place where we can have some peace, mm-hmm. some mental peace, while we deal with the issues that are going to be stressful and challenging. Okay, so you mentioned about the landscape that you're taught in school about right. what the workplace right. looks like. Right, 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 right. Like briefly, well, what what is that picture? What well, is school, that landscape? School is merit. Mm-hmm. School it says okay, if. Johnny, you got to know why you blame everything on little Johnny. <laughs> right. But uh, if little Johnny gets 9 out of 10, he gets an A-. Mm-hmm. If he gets 10 out of 10, he gets an A. Mm-hmm. So we all grew up with these definite hash marks on the playing field of life. If mm-hmm. I do this, I'm going to get this. Mm-hmm. So there's an automatic to it. So uh, I met people, you know, that come out of school and, and, and they've got their degrees and they're smart and they're intelligent. And they said, I should be getting this. And I have to explain where should means nothing in the room you're walking into. Right. And by the way, you can get straight A's in school and lose your job. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it has nothing to do with your talent and ability. In fact, rarely does it have anything to do with your talent and ability. It usually has a lot to do with the relationships and how you are reacting to what's going on around you. 
Okay. Now, now let's not make the let's not talk denominational and church and spirituality. Right. Different. Completely, absolutely, completely different. Different. Right. Um, I know demons that go to church. We won't call out any names, but y'all know who y'all are. In fact, you know what I believe now. Now this is I think I read this, but I, I got I think there are some people that the dark side sends to church. Of course. <laughs> Where do you find people to mess with of in church? <laughs> of course. So separating that, I'm talking about surviving the workplace. Yes. And surviving the workplace, I believe, is a personal uh, uh, connection to spirituality, however you conceptualize that, mm-hmm. uh, to a higher power. Yes. Now, mine I refer to as God because that's my belief system. Right. But, you, man, you cannot face what's in that workplace, the unfairness, the the misogyny, the 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 racism, uh, the the just the evil. You can't face every day right. going to work unless you've got an anchor somewhere. Right. You know, you need to put some faith band aids on them bruises because you're gonna get some faith band aids. <laughs> <laughs> when you're walking into these situations, you're facing powerful forces. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Manifested through. Humans. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Power corrupts and it corrupts. Ooh, absolute absolutely. power. Yeah. Absolutely. So then how would you advise someone to start off their day? How, how do they combat those? Because like you said, yes, we we need to be connected to a, yes. a, a power higher than us. Yes. Right. Yes. In, in our case, we call it, we, we call that power God. Absolutely. Okay. Um, for, for our non-theists, like you said, you know, we're not. We're not trying to force anyone to um, kind of follow the methods that we do. No, we're just sharing this, yeah. is, this and, is what we do. Exactly. And, and what, what Eric is saying is basically whatever your concept of that higher power is, that's where you need to be able to go Absolutely. to be able to confront and deal with a lot of the issues that you will face working and walking into the workplace. And honestly, man, outside of the workplace as well. Because like we, like like we've said in the previous episodes, the the same hierarchy in society, the same issues that you face in society. Absolutely, you walk right into the workplace, and it's just a smaller absolutely cross section of humanity. That's it. Absolutely, that's it. Absolutely. So then, what are some pointers that you would give people? Well, first of all, I'll tell everybody, and this is challenging for somebody that went to church then decided not to go to church. Yeah. And then decided to go back, but totally different. Yeah, perspective change. I, I don't expect a lot out of church. Right. I enjoy the people that I worship with. Yes. And that's my joy. Mm-hmm. I used to go thinking that it made a difference. And sometimes church people can be the worst people on the planet treating <laughs> other people. Right. Noses are in there in some cases. But you got to separate the sermon. Let me give you, for instance, years ago. I go to church and there's this preacher preaching on David and Goliath. Man, I love that story. Love the story as a kid. Yep. This big giant giant dude comes out and he's evil and David goes out there and gets a, a slingshot. Now I never did understand the five smooth stones for mm-hmm. one giant. Until I read later and found out he had four brothers. So David was like packing. He was loading the clip. That's yes. what happened. So he goes out there and he slings his slingshot and he cracks Goliath in the head and he wins. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, so as a kid, man, I love that story. Right. But I'm an adult now. I'm going to work. And my giant, her name is Darla. 
So I need to separate the the lessons learned spiritually from sermons and denominations and religion. What was I supposed to learn? And what I was supposed to learn was that I have a higher power mm-hmm. who can get me through tough situations, right. including Darla. Fast forward, Darla's gone. Darla had no real significant impact on my life. However, at that moment, she was a giant. So, so, so let's let let's explore that that situation a little bit. Mm-hmm. This Darla mm-hmm. who we're talking about, mm-hmm. what relationship did she have to you within the workplace at that time? She was a peer who sucked up to the boss and could make my life a living hell competing with me <laughs> as a peer. Of course, I felt better at my job than she was, mm-hmm. but she had, she had the inside scoop. So she could actually tell the boss about something that was plus or minus on me, and the boss would come talk to me based on what he said, what she had told him. So she was not in a managerial position She was not my direct, you. My direct boss. She was a peer. She made my life hell. A peer. A peer. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> you don't... They don't have to be the boss to give you the blues. Uh, apparently, <laughs> so in a in a in a later later episode, we'll yeah. kind of dig into the dynamics of peer to peer relationships Absolutely. in the workplace and best methods for kind of navigating those relationships. Absolutely. So Darla was a thorn in your side. Absolutely. PC term. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> a thorn in your side. Somewhere. Yeah. Mm. A thorn in your side who pretty much made made your job hell. Absolutely. And so in that instance, every single day that you went in there, how tough was it for you to kind of just get motivated to even walk in the door knowing what you're going to be facing? Almost couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you the reason is, and, and, and what I've learned later on, Darla being a thorn has been at every job I've ever had before yeah. and since. And for the record, Darla could be Darla. Darla could be Darren. Darla could be Darnell. Darnell, right? Deidre. Bob. <laughs> yeah, Bob. Whoever. Yeah. But they're everywhere. Because I know people that go, I hate this place. I'm transferring. Well, whoever that evil beast was in that cubicle next to you, they got cousins. Right. And they're waiting on you at that next job that you go to. Right. So basically, what Darla, what I learned about Darla was to make her a metaphor Mm -hmm. for people uh, that were basically didn't have my best interest at heart. Which goes to your David and Goliath Absolutely. I needed that strength. Now here's the difference. I encountered Darla every job since then but as God was teaching me Mm -hmm. to deal with Darla, I realized Darla doesn't really have an importance. Now here's the spiritual connection I'm going to share on this one. There is nobody that can hurt you without God's permission. If he allows you to go through a time, and I'm speaking as a grandfather with 35 plus years experience in the workplace, he is allowing you to go through that for character development. Now, that doesn't sound good. If somebody going through something right now is throwing something at their computer or at their earpiece or whatever they're hearing this on, God wants you to be at the top. Right. But you got some growth. Well, our natural thought, we often think very highly of ourselves. 
We yes. Often, we often think very highly of our own performances. Yes. So oftentimes when a Darla or a Darnell comes around. Absolutely. And we go through that time, whether it's whether they're our peers, whether they're boss. the evil boss. Right. Right. Whether it's unfair compensation or what we feel is unfair compensation. Absolutely. Our natural instinct is to push back against it and say, you know, I'm being treated unfairly. Mm-hmm. Um, when sometimes. You might be true. It might be true. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes you might just need to look in the mirror. <laughs> Absolutely. So. Staying, staying with the with with the with the Darla mm-hmm. analogy and the David and Goliath analogy. Mm-hmm. Now looking back at that situation, right? What was God trying to teach me? One, what was God trying to teach you? Mm-hmm. Two, what what things can someone add to their daily routine to to get through that? Help one. them start to get through those types of situations. There's a word I'll share. It's the biggest word in conflict. Mm-hmm. Three letters. Mm-hmm. It's the it's the largest word at the source of almost all conflict. Mm-hmm. And with my belief system being what it is, it's at the beginning of the actual good versus evil conflict. Mm-hmm. And the three letter word is ego. Ooh. All of us have one. Right. The issue is how do I manage my ego? So I think about Darla. What bothered me about Darla? Well, I believed I was smarter than Darla. Darla had been around for a long time. Uh, I found everything wrong with her approach to life. Mm-hmm. I was smarter. I was more focused. I thought I got the job done a lot better. And actually, in a couple of cases, I'm pretty sure I got a better performance review from the boss mm-hmm. than Darla did. Mm-hmm. So my ego said, you shouldn't have anything to say to me that's nasty. Mm-hmm. Now, we can all learn from somebody, but I didn't feel like Darla was the one to teach me. Darla found fault with a lot, and in retrospect, as I decades later, as I look back, Darla was very insecure, mm-hmm. and I did nothing. It's going to go back to earlier conversation to build a relationship with Darla uh, because I was young, I was smarter. Why would I have to be in relationship? She was basically in the way. Move over so I can have that space. However, Darla had a relationship with the boss. So I didn't, you did not have? I did not have. Okay. So she simply used her relationships. Back to our early conversation, it's all about relationships. And right. everything that comes through will be a byproduct of that. So uh, I didn't have a relationship with the boss. Uh, she had a better relationship, and I didn't have one with her. Well, what I did learn spiritually is that I needed to have a relationship with God on a level, my higher power, where I had peace no matter what Darla said or did. And that was my undoing because I'm coming in angry because she's there. Could she actually mm, get me knocked out of a job? Probably not. Could she get my pay lowered? Probably not. So what was her real threat? Her threat was to my ego. Well, what do I need to do to manage the threat to my ego? I need inner peace, and I can only get that from my higher power. Yeah, we see threats everywhere. Right. We want the world to conform to conform to us. It does not. I need peace from my higher power that says, "Eric, I've got it today. Let it go. Let me drive, and do the very best you can do at your job today." 
you hit two things in there then. <laughs> so you, you hit the need to, you know, be able to depend on that higher power. Mm-hmm. But you also hit the ego thing, which is kind of what I was saying earlier about mm-hmm. being being able to kind of look in the mirror. Oh, painful. So Goliath, in a sense, was sent yes. for you. Well, God allowed Goliath to come and stand in your way. For some lessons. For some lessons. Absolutely. It's for you to check your ego. Absolutely. Um, and then out of that also, you, you picked up a skill in learning how to manage relationships better. And, and I found out the importance mm-hmm. because as I watched her, uh, I believe was a marginal employee, mm-hmm. but she managed the relationship to the point where the boss actually listened. Right. So when I got tired of being mad, I would kind of said, why does she have this leverage? Right. She actually goes in and talks to him every morning. I wasn't going to do that. Right. It's the boss. I'm not, I'm not sucking up. <laughs> she said, good morning. Like speaking was sucking up to me. Right. No, I'm not going in there. She would go in and, good morning, how you doing? Can I grab you a coffee? I'm going down the hall. Oh, no, thank you. That's just being nice and courteous. Right. I saw it as sucking up. <laughs> yeah, I'm sitting here thinking of situations that I have. I've I've seen mm-hmm. in my own personal career, mm-hmm. and uh, that I've kind of ha- had friends tell me about. And the more and more I sit, man, it's like I'm. I keep coming back to this word that has to do with the thing that you just talked about: mm-hmm. is letting self go. <sighs> because it's it's so easy to respond defensively negatively mm-hmm. to the things that you face going into work. Absolutely. And that only exacerbates the situation more 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 times than not, right? Gasoline on a fire. Yeah. But that's like human nature though. Absolutely. Which is why spirituality is important. Okay. Because at the core of spirituality is acknowledging there's a higher power bigger than you. Right. More all knowing than you. Right. Stronger than you. Right. That's got the ball right and faith is a part of that do i believe my higher power has my back Mm -hmm. and when that happens you don't have to fight there was a story that was told in the bible about the the people of god that were being you know assaulted by heathen king Mm -hmm. and uh every time uh the enemy would try to do something the, the god's folks could counter it and the king goes back and he's asking his wise men he says uh what is up with this? Every move we make, they're on top of it. Right. So one of his advisors said, one of the bad guy advisors goes, said, he said, oh, great king, uh, they have somebody that tells them what you say in your bedchambers. Wow. Which means in your most private moments, mm-hmm. there's somebody there. Well, I don't think my higher power necessarily runs back to give me a blow-by-blow report on what all the CEOs say, what the COO says. However, I do believe that he was there in the room when they said whatever they said. Yeah, I believe God was around. I believe as one of his kids or somebody that loves him and that he loves me, that he's going to protect me. And when I walk into that meeting, if I'm listening for his voice in my ear, the things that I say will be the right things because I'm actually asking him to guide what I say in that meeting. And the scary thing, anytime I ask or ask or God to help in a meeting, whatever, my ego goes out of the window. Because mm. I say, God, I don't know, will you take it? Right. That's the ego saying, I'm out. Right. Anytime my ego kicks in, I always screw it up. Gotcha. So how do you start your days? Um, I start with reading. 
a lot of people, you know, they I read motivational stuff. Uh, I have a promise book because I like to read promises. And some people read, uh, you know, they're very proud of how they read the Bible. One guy was telling me, oh, I read the Bible through every year. Well, you know, there's a book called Leviticus. Right. And that traps me all the time. <laughs> so <laughs> I get, I like to read promise books with promises that God made. Mm-hmm. And take them up on it since he said it uh in high tech i just turn on youtube yeah and youtube has promises that will read to me <laughs> and I'm, on, I'm on my way to a meeting with some people that who are yeah. cognitively challenged right because we can't say stupid anymore they're cognitively challenged they're, right you know intellectually disadvantaged mm-hmm. and I, I read the promises about i mean i have the 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 channel reading out loud to me in the car right because that's what i that's what i bank on Something I just picked up from what you just said is like start your days off with an intentional kind of like calming of your mind. Oh, beautiful sense, point, man. Right. Beautiful point. Because I, I know oftentimes like because, you know, life can become a vicious rat race oh. where you're just constantly in this cycle of I wake up. Oh, I'm running late. I got to rush to work. Oh, I got to you know get kids off of school. Oh, I got to do this. Or you're just always in this rush, 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 rush. And psychologically, that does something to the mind. So oh. when, when stressful situations Absolutely. come up, then you're not as prepared to for combat the, them. Absolutely. Right? So for me, one of the things that I've started to do is in the mornings, mm-hmm. and I don't do it as much as I probably need to still. I'm mm-hmm. trying to be more disciplined in that area. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that I started doing about a year ago, on my way to work, I'm barely listening to music or anything. I'm probably just in my thoughts. If anything, I listen to a podcast. right? But when I get to work, I have an app on my phone that walks me through meditation. Yeah, okay. Okay. So I'll sit in my car for about 15 minutes and I'll meditate. You know, for those who do your daily devotionals, that's a good time to meditate on your word. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it's just what it does for me is it kind of takes me more to a relaxed state of mind. So then when I walk into work, I'm not in a frantic state. Mm-hmm. So that if somebody says something to me, I'm ready to pop off. Because <laughs> <laughs> that has happened before, you know, for me. I'm not even going to lie. I'm going south, y'all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But. So for me, like I've added meditation, but, but the point is everything points back to giving up your self to the higher power absolutely, and making sure that you understand that they're the ones who are really in control and they're there to help and guide you through absolutely. those tumultuous things because absolutely. us alone, yeah, our natural instinct is going to be to bring the hood out if somebody says something sideways i'm gonna go off right but if we believe though that the higher part for instance there's a, a some verses and paul writes about it he said i would that you would be prosperous mm-hmm. even as your soul prospers now this was interesting because prosperous is better than being okay mm-hmm. he's saying mm-hmm. be loved mm-hmm. i would that you I, I want you to be prosperous right. okay that means, uh, in in regular terms, uh, balling. Yes, yes. But there, the caveat was even as your soul prospers, which means I want you to spiritually prosper, be proportionate yeah. to prosperity. Now, sometimes I believe God cannot trust us to prosper because, dude, I, you know they make me VP. 
And I'm like, I'm a VP, homie. What you got? Uh, I'm still a, a, a senior director. <laughs> yeah. Well, God's not going to bless it. Let, let me give you, for instance, you got two of your kids. You love them both, right? Mm-hmm. Both have my ice cream cones. I'm doing an Eddie Murphy throwback. <laughs> yeah. One of them dropped the ice cream cone. <laughs> The other one goes, I got ice cream. You ain't got none. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to tell you what you do as a parent. You go take the ice cream cone from the one who has it because you love both your kids equally. Yeah. And you're not going to let one of your kids lord it over another. Yes. So I want to step up to how God sees things. Right. We're all his kids, right? Mm-hmm. God cannot afford to bless me above you so that I will use it to floss. Yes. So if he sees... As I'm being connected, he's still going to take care of me. He loves me. I'm in his key. I'm his kid, but he cannot bless me to lord it over you because that would be allowing me, enabling me to be more evil. He's not going to let that happen. Right. So my spirituality needs to be there. It needs to be real to even open up the channel for blessings, and that's how success comes. This has been our discussion on the S of pies, spirituality. We saved the best for last in terms of our introduction to the pies concept. Subsequent episodes from here, we're gonna gonna start doing deep dives, y'all. We're gonna start diving into a a lot of what I kinda like to call the nooks and crannies of going to work every day. Oh, that's rough. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) We'll be talking about, you know, more on on performance and how to better your performance. Absolutely. We'll be talking more about your, your image and your dress and your communication. We'll be talking about different ways that you can make sure that you get exposure to the right people. How to work outside of the minimum requirements for your job. Oh, you know, oh. like we want everybody who listens to this to know the unwritten rules Absolutely. of the workplace so that you can use them to your advantage. There you go. And most importantly, you know, through this, you will definitely come to understand the the power of the S. We're not talking about church. We're not talking about denominations. We're talking about God. And wherever you are in your spiritual journey, whether you're atheist or you're someone who doesn't necessarily believe in the Christian God or God or whatever, whatever your concept of God and a higher power is, that's what we're talking about when it comes to spirituality. Where are you in that journey? Because you need to develop that. And it's something that you'll need to depend on every day. Hmm.